Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. This is my weekly commentary for the week. And you know, over the last month and a half, two months, you've seen gold and silver actually come down. We're at bargain basement prices right now. And in any bull market, we have to remember you're going to have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. But there's always a reason for the one step back, right? Just like there's always a reason for the two steps forward. And why have we been going up? Let's address that first. Well, we've been going up with the metals markets because of inflationary pressures, because of the political instability, because of the the rising interest rates that put pressure on other markets and cause a, a flight for quality, right? You've also got supply chain disruptions with metals, huge manufacturing demand as we're you know, a couple years, you know, into COVID, after COVID, whatever you want to call all of COVID, but uh, where manufacturers weren't manufacturing, just selling off existing inventory. Now they're playing catch up, right? So the industrial demand for silver is at an all time high, while supplies are at an all time low, right? So that's what causes everything to go up. All of that is still in place. Those fundamentals never changed. But here we've got this this one step back, and and what caused it? Well. We talked last week and the week before about China, how their currency is just being dis- dismantled, basically. I mean, they they will fare the worst out of a stag- global stagflation. Um, they're also going to fare worse because of the massive amount of other countries' debt that they have. I mean, they own over – they were the largest owner outside of the Fed of U.S. Treasuries on the planet. Well, for the first time since – oh. I don't I don't even know um maybe the last 20 something years um they they dipped below a trillion dollars in in US treasury holdings. Why are they getting rid of their our treasuries? Why are they getting rid of other countries treasuries? Is because in a rising interest rate environment the value of bonds comes down. So their portfolio is shrinking. This is not just the case for China, this is the case for every investor on the planet that owns bonds. In a rising interest rate environment, when people have to sell off their bonds, you know, not hold them until maturity, they have to sell at a lower price. So what happens when interest rates go up, the price of bonds comes down. So we've got this global bond um, implosion happening right underneath our nose. And what we're seeing with China now for the first time in decades, they have under a trillion dollars in holdings. So that makes Japan the largest holder of U.S. treasuries on the planet outside of the Fed. So China also owns treasuries from the European Union, from Japan, from other countries, right? Well, their their internal portfolio, the the amount of assets that they own from other countries is just being shellacked. And manufacturing is slowing down. They're still the manufacturing superpower of the world. China's in huge trouble, huge trouble, which is why they're having bank runs why they're freezing people's assets, why they're not letting people withdraw capital. Well, where else is this happening? This is actually happening in America as well with J.P. Morgan, Chase, Chase Bank, largest bank in the country, right? So 
JP Morgan CEO, Jamie Dimon, he sums up the U.S. economy in one paragraph, and it sounds bad. So here's, here's his paragraph. Uh, this was from um, CNBC. It was published on July 14th, so just on Thursday. Here, here's the quote. But geopolitical tension, high inflation, waning consumer confidence, the uncertainty about high rates, how high rates have to go, and the never-before-seen quantitative tightening, meaning raising rates, making it harder for people to get capital, and their effects on the global liquidity. These are very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road. Okay, that last statement is is an un, the understatement of the century. He, they, here's how I would interpret that: We're going to have huge, huge negative consequences starting now. <laughs> this is that is really what he's trying to say. Because J.P. Morgan failed a Federal Reserve stress test, which means they don't have capital. They don't have capital. And they were forced to not buy back, uh, do corporate buybacks. See, big banks like, like Chase and others, they, they, when, when markets dip, they like to buy back their, the assets at, at lower prices. This is how they continually make money moving forward. Well, they can't do that anymore because they failed the stress test, so they're precluded from doing corporate buybacks. See, Chase is in a capital crunch, and they're the largest bank in the country, right? So what does that mean for other banks? It means probably worse, right? So uh, if, if China is worried about bank runs, what is it going to be in Europe? What is it going to be here? The writing is on the wall when, when um, Jamie Dimon says that. So what, is, what does this mean? Um, it means that, that consumer confidence, when it starts to fail, it means that people have a less propensity to want to invest in a future economy, in an economy where they don't think their, their assets are going to be worth anything. This is why there's so much downward pressure on the stock markets, right? So, so the, the GDP for, for America is, is diminishing. The GDP for China is diminishing. They just came out with their projections. They're expecting much slower growth and they're getting much slower growth. So you add all of this together and it doesn't bode well for the global economy. So what I see coming from all of that is when, when people aren't spending money, tax revenues come down at the federal level, state level, um, municipal level, every single level, corporate or government income is coming down. So therefore, they still have a nut to crack every month, right? They still have debt they, that, that needs to be sustained. They still have stimulus programs. They still have all of this. And with what J.P. Morgan is saying, what the president of China is saying, when you've got all this quantitative tightening in country after country after country all over the world, we've, we're in for an inflationary explosion because they will have to revert to inflate or die scenario. They've got to still fund governments. Well, at some point, you have to pay the piper. At some point, this reaches a point of critical mass, and I believe that we're there. This is why we're talking about um, central bank digital currencies, while we're talking about a, a currency reset, while we're talking about gold-backed currency, right? And so stay the course. Hang on tight because it's going to be very, very rocky. But I think what we've seen over the last four days the pendulum has shifted in the gold and silver market. We've been up for the last four days in a row, right? So silver is up, you know, close to a dollar. 
during that time frame. After it got down into the upper 17s, it's now pushing $19 an ounce. It hit that bottom, and I believe we are now moving upwards with, with extreme momentum. It's like jumping on a trampoline, and when you jump, it, it just kind of starts to move rapidly in the other direction. So hang tight, everybody. All the fundamentals, we always have to look at the fundamentals, right? The fundamentals of the markets have not changed. In fact, they're getting worse, which means everything that we've been doing to protect and preserve our portfolios and everything we've worked our whole life to accumulate is not just intact, but it's getting better for us because we've made that move. We've made that jump. We've moved to safer ground and don't let the last six to eight weeks basically dissuade you from that. This is the buying opportunity of a lifetime for precious metals because the inflationary pressures are not going to subside. So my commentary for the week, I wanted it to be a word of encouragement for all of you that, that the metals will respond to inflation because they're things and things respond well to inflation. So give our office a call if you have any questions. 720-605-3900. We'd be happy to talk to you, alleviate any concerns that you might have, and get you out of harm's way even more by allocating into the metals complex at this point because the global economy is shutting down. It's slowing down. I think it's going to come to a screeching halt as the imbalances of massive amounts of debt and public stimulus um, has, has met its match. We've hit a point of critical mass. So God bless you. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.